This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 903, the number one shortcut to solving your biggest pronunciation problem with Alex. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Are you still making mistakes with pronouncing the past tense of words like work and try? Today, get the shortcut that will immediately push your level up by solving this stubborn problem for good. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Alex. Welcome to All Ears English. Thanks for coming on today. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. Hey, all right. We're excited to have you here. And at the beginning, we were just chatting a little bit. And you said that you, when you were a kid, you uh, you were born in Austria, then you moved to Florida at age two, and then you moved back to Austria at 13. Is that correct? That's right. Oh, my gosh. So what was that like as a teenager, like you had grown up most of your life in the U.S., the southern U.S., and then all of a sudden you moved to Austria? How was that? Well, it was familiar and new at the same time. You know, I I'd spend every summer um, visiting my grandma in Austria, so okay. I kind of knew my way around. I knew the language, but um, a, long, a lot of the finer things, especially in school then, I noticed, uh, were a lot different. Like what? For Can you give us one example, maybe cultural differences or educational differences? Sure. So um, in the States, I was always happy to have – it was always great to have – well, a lot of teachers who were very supportive of each individual student. And mm -hmm. in Austria, it was a bit different. Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say they were stricter but because we were still fooling around all the time. But <laughs> um, the in individualism you know, wasn't as supported as much. You were more expected to kind of fit into the group. So mm. um, it was kind of hard for me to you know, adapt to that. And yeah. to not always, you know, run my mouth and be the first one to answer all the questions. Um, the teachers, 
would tell me, well, give someone else a chance as well. Oh, that's interesting. So they didn't want you to stand out as much as like an achiever in the sense of it was more like thinking about who's around you and giving other people a chance to also kind of achieve. Is that right? Yeah, I would say so. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Okay. I I love cultural differences. And it's so interesting when someone has lived, especially a significant part of their lives in a different two different countries. Um, I find that fascinating. And I bet our listeners do too. But let's jump into this. So today, we're talking a little bit about pronunciation. And you know, you brought up something interesting that you're going to share with us today, specifically around the pronunciation of some key words in the past tense, like this word worked, right, or tried or played. And when you talk to students, how would they pronounce that in general? Well, um, some of them get it right. They have a great feeling for the language. Sure. But some might say, I try it. Mm, I see. They yes, might say, I try I it. Okay. I play it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or? Or I work it. Okay. So immediately what happens, I mean, do you catch that as a native speaker? When when you hear that, how does that sound to you? It sounds kind of weird. Yeah, I think it sounds <laughs> weird. Yeah, I've heard students make this mistake. And of course, many students get this right and they've mastered this. But at a certain level, maybe at the intermediate level, low intermediate, this is still a big roadblock. And I think this is a very 80-20 thing where, you know, if we can if we can solve this small problem, we can solve a lot of our problems in English. It's a very it covers a lot of ground if we can get this right. Do you agree? I do. Yeah, I love that. So tell us how to fix this problem. If we're still making this mistake with the ED pronunciation at the end, specifically at the end of verbs, what do we do? How do we solve it? It's actually quite easy. So um, as a student, when you're reading a text, you'll notice this ED ending coming often because it's used actually in every simple past verb that's a regular verb. So you can have it pretty much in every sentence if you if you're reading a text like that. So the trick would be to check your throat, to place two fingers on your throat and to see if it's a voiced or an unvoiced verb. How do we know if it's a voiced verb? So if it's a voiced verb, the last sound, as in try, will Mm -hmm. make your throat vibrate. Okay, so try. So when I say I, I have my fingers on my throat, I'm feeling a vibration. Is that right? Yes. I, okay. The same is with seem. Mm, The M sound. Mm, Yes. So seem. So if you guys want to try this, go through this exercise with us here. Put your two fingers on your throat. And when you say the M, you can feel a vibration. Yes, that's how it is. Okay. Is that what we, so is that what we would call a voiced? Consonant? Yes, exactly. That's a voiced consonant. Okay. So there's actually a bunch of sounds that are voiced. I'll give you a few more example examples. A B sound, like B. Mm-hmm. All right. And as a contrast for that, you might want to say P. You P, won't feel it vibrate. Yes. Ah, okay. But then the P, V right. sound again, like in vanilla. V. v right. And of course, I know um, it might be hard to decide, well, is my throat vibrating? For example, seem, in the word seem, you might think it's vibrating from the E, 
But if you make an mm. uh sound, you won't hear it. But with an M, you will. So mm. you should try to put to first say the word. Yep. Play. Mm -hmm. If you say play, you'll hear it vibrate right at the end. So if you want to really be sure, just say the last sound on its own. Yeah. And you'll definitely okay. hear it vibrate then. Yeah. Play. Right. Okay. So, okay. So if we know then, so, all right. So keep talking to us here, Alex. Yes. This is great. So, so if we know that it's a voice and we're making a vibration, what does that mean? That means we have to add a D sound at the end. So of mm. course it will be spelled. Uh, let's use worked as an example. W-O-R-K. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the E-D ending. So mm -hmm. instead of adding an extra symbol, uh, uh, synon uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> adding an extra syllable. Yep. We won't say work it. We just say mm. worked. Ah, uh, so, and it sounds a little bit like a bit of a T sound worked. Is that right? Yes. So mm. this will vary depending on where the speaker comes from. Um, it might sound more like a D, more like a T. So definitely try something like tried or played. If it's voiced, you'll hear a duh, played. Okay. Okay. I played with my friend. Okay. So this is how we know whether to add the id or just drop, right? And, and, and make it sound played or worked. I love that. Yes. And so if, <clears throat> okay. And if it's unvoiced, what do we do? So if, you, if it's unvoiced, again, feel your throat. Mm-hmm. Let's say for laugh, I laughed a lot last mm -hmm. night. The okay. sound so is on voice. So we okay, add yeah, more I don't feel any sound. vibration. Yes. Okay. Add more of a what sound? A t sound. Okay, more of a t. So laughed. So because I'm so guys, try it again. Push, put your uh, fingers on your throat, and as I make that sound, the f, f right? I don't feel any vibration. So I'm going to add the t. Is that right, Alex? Exactly. Add the two. Okay. Stop hesitating, stop forgetting words, and start speaking naturally. If these are your goals for 2024, then get ready for our B2 English Fluency course coming very soon. It will help you complete all of these goals in a clear study plan. The course will be available soon, but you can take action today by completing our fluency quiz to get your fluency level. Go to allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. See you there. So I have a couple questions for you here. I mean, do we go around town with our fingers on our throat? I mean, how does this work in the real world? How does it work in the real world? You have mm -hmm. to practice and play around. Yeah. And I would say you have to listen to the friends you're hopefully looking for to speak English with. So okay. practice with your friends and practice when you're reading. Yeah. Okay. And, and you'll get used to it fast. We'll get used to it fast. So then by the time we're out having conversations, we're at parties, we're not putting our fingers on our throat while we're talking, right? Obviously. No. and if you <laughs> That would be a little strange. <laughs> if you have to resort to it, maybe you can show your friends the new method. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, okay. And have you found that this really helps students to get it and really understand when the when we want to finish in the d and when we want to add that extra syllable? I do. 
Okay. The reason is um, you'll know when to do it because I think a lot of students have the problem, well, um, it'll be so overwhelming to learn all these new things, learning a new language. But there, with this trick, you can be absolutely sure. You won't have to, you know, spend time looking on YouTube, for example, for a video where they give you an example how to pronounce a single word. You'll be able to apply it to every word with an ED ending. Oh, yeah. I love tricks where it applies to so many different things where we don't have to go and memorize every single verb in the English language and how to pronounce the past tense. That makes a lot of – this is a shortcut is what we would call it, right, Alex? Yes, a shortcut. Okay. So, all right. So, this works for the most part, but are there any exceptions to this rule when it actually doesn't work? Well, actually, there is um, an exception. So, remember, we're making a D or a T sound, but if the words are already ending on a D or T sound, we won't just add an extra D or T sound. Mm. We will actually add this extra syllable with the id. Okay. So, can you give us some examples of what you mean here? Yes. So, if you wanted something in the past, you'll say Mm -hmm. wanted. It ends with a T. Mm-hmm. And then you just add an extra sy- syllable, wanted, just right, the way right. kind of it's written. Okay, that makes sense. And is it? Are we just talking about verbs here, or are we also talking about adjectives and other parts of speech? We are. So the ed ending, the first thing that comes to mind is, of course, the verbs. But we also have a lot of adjectives that have this ed ending. Hmm. Okay. I'm feeling amused. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling bored. I'm feeling Mm. confused. Yeah, I've heard students make mistakes with these too. So what do we do? It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just check if it's voiced or unvoiced. Okay. Okay. So we're going to follow the same rules for adjectives as we do for verbs. Is that right? That's right. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So what else? Anything else you want to share with us here? There are a few exceptions, and when I checked on these exceptions, you know, even for us teachers, um, we don't have the whole language in our mind 100% right all the time. So Mm -hmm. what I thought was funny, and I actually wanted to discuss this with you, I found a little list where Mm -hmm. um, the word can be used as an adjective or as a verb. And Mm -hmm. one of them, um, for example, blessed or blessed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. So to bless could be used as a verb and blessed to me would be used more as an adjective. Would you agree with that? I would. Yeah. Okay. But um, so so this is what mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you. Well, Mm -hmm. um, I saw he aged quickly with Mm. aged as a verb. And then it would say the rule an aged man. Yes. Ooh, that's a tricky one. So what's your question for me here? Well, I would, you know, when I'm reading out loud, I would say an aged man. Mm. I've, you know, a lot of contact we as native speakers have to the language is just by hearing and not by learning out of a textbook. And I've heard blessed and I've also heard dogged, but... Aged? Mm, I can't aged. say I've heard it before. <laughs> That's a, This might be an example of when a word, you know, is 
it technically pronounced in a certain way, like as an adjective, maybe technically in the dictionary, it would instruct us to say an aged man. But I think on the street and in everyday conversation, I know that I personally would say aged. Yeah, he, he um, a well-aged man. I wouldn't say aged. It sounds a little bit ancient to me. Yes, actually. it does. It sounds aged, maybe. good joke (laughs) (laughs) all right awesome so I I hope our listeners got that there okay so there are some exceptions but I think do you think that for the most part most students are able to take this and really cover the majority of these problems of this particular problem with this solution I really do you know you might want to start trying at home so no one's watching you mm, humming humming away But I think it's a quick and easy and applicable way to really solve this problem. Okay, I love it. So in your classes at italki, Alex, does pronunciation come up quite a bit? It does. Actually, um, it's one of the top three things that my students ask me about is how can I improve my pronunciation? You know, lots of the students will say, well, I want to sound like a native speaker as soon as possible. And, you know, I'll always try to maybe stop them there. Tell them, well, um, you know, a lot of English speakers really love people that have a foreign accent, and it's definitely part of their identity, And yeah. but that there are a lot of tricks that they can use to really move forward in a quick way. Mm-hmm. And pronunciation mm-hmm. does happen often, and I really hear this ED ending, even, yeah. you know, to upper intermediate level students, that they still okay. have trouble with this. And, yeah. um you know, yes. English is notorious for having words that are written one way but spelled a different way. And then you'll have <laughs> the same kind of spelling with a different sound or a different spelling with the same sound. So I know it can be very confusing. And this ED thing is a quick fix, I would say. Yeah, it's a quick fix. And you're right. I've had students over the years, even students who were, you know, in the US working in banking, for example, um, working a job fully in English, high level job, um, but still making this mistake. You know, they could talk about articles in the New York Times, but this was still like a bit of an Achilles heel. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, I think that with this shortcut, guys, for our listeners, you guys, you can solve this problem relatively quickly. And that's the value of working with a teacher, working with a coach instead of going at it by yourself, right? If you tried to solve this problem by yourself, you might think you need to memorize each each word and solve each problem individually. But this goes across all of these verbs. Okay, I love that, Alex. Awesome. So if our listeners want to book some time with you to see what other pronunciation tips they can get and shortcuts, um, what kind of classes do you offer, Alex? So I offer two, or actually three, main types of classes. So the first kind would be an informal lesson. Uh, You book the date, we just call each other up, and we have a chat about anything you want. Then I have my standard English class. So the standard English class is a little bit more intense, which Mm -hmm. means we'll be writing um, before the class. And you can tell me already what you'd like to work on, what your strengths and weaknesses might be. And then when we meet up, I'll already have a lot of things prepared to meet your needs. And I'll also be able to take notes and also assign you homework. So you'll have, we'll have like the 60 minutes working together, but we'll already have something prepared and something for afterwards. So we'll be able to use the time more effectively. 
Oh, that sounds fantastic. It's a good, you know, so this is good for our listeners who want to get serious in 2018, get started, find out about more of these shortcuts, which are just gold when it comes to learning English. I love that. Okay. So Alex, where can our listeners find you? It's really easy. Go on the italki homepage. That's I-T-A-L-K-I dot C-O-M forward slash teacher, T-E-A-C-H-E-R. And then another forward slash four two zero six nine seven zero. Okay, very good. And I'm imagining that, you know, well, today, you know, generally we have thousands and thousands of people, guys, listening to each episode. So I'm imagining, Alex, that your lessons are going to fill up quick the week after this show gets released, this episode. So guys, you want to jump on this right now. So go on over there, start at the allersenglish.com forward slash italki, then go to Alex's profile. Okay, Alex, well, it's been great to have you on the show to talk about this important shortcut. Thanks for hanging out today. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, Follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.